0: letter eighty-six of pamela volume two this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. dot org recording by k hand pamela volume two by samuel richardson letter eighty-six from lady davers to mrs b in answer to the proceeding my dear pamela i am glad miss darnford is likely to be so happy in a husband as sir w g will certainly make her i was afraid that my proposal would not do with her had she not had so good a tender i want too to have the foolish fellow married for several reasons one of which he is continually teasing us to permit him to go up to town and reside there for some months in order that he may see the world as he calls it but we are convinced he would feel it as well as see it if we give way to his request for in understanding dress and inconsiderate vanity he is so exactly cut out and sized for a town fop or coxcomb or a pretty fellow that he will undoubtedly fall into all the vices of those people and perhaps having expectations as he has will be made the property of rakes and sharpers he complains that we use him like a child in a go-cart, or a baby with leading-strings, and that he must not be trusted out of our sight. "'Tis a sad thing, that these bodies will grow up to the stature of men when the minds improve not at all with them, but are still those of boys and children. Yet he would certainly make a fond husband, for he has no very bad qualities. But is such a Narcissus! But this between ourselves, for his uncle is wrapped up in the fellow.' and why because he's good-humoured that's all he has vexed me lately which makes me write so angrily about him but tis not worth troubling you with the particulars i hope mrs jukes is happy as you say poor woman she seemed to promise for a longer life but what shall we say your compliment to me about my becks sister is a very kind one mrs oldham is a sober grave widow a little aforehand in the world but not much has lived well understands household management thoroughly, is diligent, and has a turn to serious things which will make you like her the better. I'll order Beck and her to wait on you, and she will satisfy you in everything as to what you may or may not expect of her. You can't think how kindly I take this motion from you. You forget nothing that can oblige your friends. Little did I think you would remember me of—what I had forgotten in a manner—my favourable opinion and wishes for her expressed so long ago but you are what you are a dear obliging creature beck is all joy and gratitude upon it and her sister had rather serve you than the princess you need be under no difficulties about terms she would serve you for nothing if you would accept of her service i am glad because it pleases you so much that miss goodwin will be soon put into your care it will be happy for the child and i hope she will be so dutiful as to give you no pain for your generous goodness to her her mama has sent me a present of some choice products of that climate with acknowledgments of my kindness to miss i will send part of it to you by your new servant for so i presume to call her already what a naughty sister are you however to be so far advanced again as to be obliged to shorten your intended excursions and yet not to send me word of it yourself don't you know how much i interest myself in everything that makes for my brother's happiness and yours more especially in so material a point as is the increase of a family that it is my boast to be sprung from yet i must find this out by accident and by other hands is not this very slighting but never do so again and i'll forgive you now because of the joy it gives me who am your truly affectionate and obliged sister b davers i thank you for your book upon the plays you saw Enclosed is a list of some others which i desire you to read and to oblige me with your remarks upon them at your leisure though you may not perhaps have seen them by the time you will favor me with your observations End of letter eighty six